Are you trying to get a winning edge in sports betting? Look no further than SteadyPicks.com and SteadyPicks Radio. Our team at SteadyPicks provides data, analysis, and insights to help you become a better sports better. Best of all, SteadyPicks is 100% free. A SteadyPicks membership gives you access to all of the SteadyPicks system bets, our expert hosts' best bets, and our special guest picks. Head over to our website, www.steadypicks.com. Sign up for free and start winning. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Nothing But Net on Steady Picks Radio. I am your host, Dan. Today is Tuesday, August 31st, and we are continuing our 32-episode series, previewing all 32 NFL teams. We are wrapping it up with the AFC West, and we are on episode two of the division, talking about last year's second-place team, the Las Vegas Raiders, who went Eight and eight, which got them second in the division. Surprising to me, I thought the Chargers and Broncos did much better last season, as they are projected to be pretty good this year. But we see why. And when you talk about the Raiders, it really all comes down to the quarterback position and Derek Carr. And I think that a lot of the odds that the Raiders have are so low on them are really because of him. Because there's a lot to like about this team when you look at what they did in the draft. What they did in free agency, but everything comes back to the quarterback in position. Everything comes back to the quarterback position in the NFL. We know that, and we're going to get into it. Before we do that, make sure that you're following me on Twitter at Dan Says That. Follow Steady Picks at Get Steady Picks, and go to SteadyPicks.com to sign up for their free membership. 100% free. You can't afford not to. Daily system plays across all sports baseball, basketball, football, hockey, your big weekend events such as golf, UFC and much, much more. When we look at what the Raiders addressed in the draft with their top two picks, the 17th overall pick, they went Alex Leatherwood, a tackle out of Alabama, who looks like he is going to start at right tackle immediately. And in round two, they go with Trevin Morig, a safety out of TCU. They continue to draft for their secondary, and it looks like their secondary will be very good. Moberg looks like he will start opposite safety Jonathan Abram. And when you look at the corners, Casey Hayward and Trayvon Mullen Jr., some talent in the secondary, but the rest of the defense leaves a lot to be desired. So we'll get into what they did in free agency. They did make a lot of improvements to the defense, which included getting back a former first-round pick of their safety, Carl Joseph. They went and added Casey Hayward, as we mentioned, at the corner position, Quentin Jefferson, an interior defensive lineman, and the big name on the defensive line, an edge rusher, and Yannick Ngakwe. So, talent added to the defense. I think the line can be serviceable. I think the secondary is good. It's the linebacking core that concerns me on that side of the ball. When we talk about additions to the offense, they added center Nick Martin to replace center Rodney Hudson. And again, getting Alex Leatherwood as our first-round pick in the draft In 2018, they went with left tackle Colton Miller, who is now their franchise left tackle. So they are building on the outside of the line. The interior line could be troubling. They did also lose right guard Gabe Jackson. And as well as they lost right guard Gabe Jackson alongside Rodney Hudson, as well as wide receiver Nelson Aguilar, safety Eric Harris, and safety LaMarcus Joyner. So the two big questions for the Raiders outside of the quarterback position are the interior offensive line and the linebacking core. But again, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, it all comes back to Derek Carr. And when you talk about Derek Carr, if you just look at the stats blindly, they seem pretty good. 
He's got a 170 to 71 touchdown and interception ratio. He completes just shy of 65% of his passes. He's had over 4,000 yards the last three years. One of the big takeaways is that he's been sacked a lot. He's played 110 games and been sacked 197 times. Like I mentioned, trouble with the offensive line in Oakland has plagued him for his entire career, but it also just seems like a lot of these numbers are empty. It doesn't feel like he comes through when it really matters. It doesn't seem like these numbers are coming in clutch performances. It's just he just kind of exists, and he's already 30 years old now. I mean, he's been in the league since 2014, and he's been a starter since he started in the league, so he's had every opportunity, and at this point, to expect him to get much better is a little bit far-fetched. So if you're an Oakland fan, I really think that you're not happy with the fact that this is still his job. And this could be a year where you start hearing calls for the backup. Marcus Mariota, who's had a very up-and-down career but was once a very promising quarterback prospect, could be nipping at his heels a little bit. And if things don't go right for the Raiders, which, again, the Vegas odds are telling us that they most likely don't, despite what we've talked about with the talent on this team, you could be hearing from Marcus Mariota to start for this team at some point. When you look at the rest of the offensive weapons he has, the wide receiving core is pretty underwhelming. Henry Ruggs is your number one, who was a rookie last year. Brian Edwards and Hunter Renfro fill that out with John Brown and Willie Sneed as significant depth pieces. Darren Waller at the tight end position we know is elite. Josh Jacobs is a volume runner. He's not necessarily one of the more elite backs in the league, but he has gotten a lot of work and has done what he can with it. Kenyon Drake will also be nipping at his heels in the same way that Mariota is, but Drake also a fantastic receiving back. So we'll see how the backfield plays out here. Again, it's all going to come down to that offensive line. Can they protect Derek Carr? It seems like when he's protected, he is serviceable, you know, average. I don't even think I can stomach saying slightly above average, but he's average. The problem is the sacks, and it and it just seems he just comes up short when it really matters. Still waiting to see him put together a, a good number of clutch performances and go above and beyond to lead this franchise. And again, when you talk about being 30 years old and having seven full seasons under his belt, it, it's now or never for him ultimately. It really is, and I, I think the now might have already passed. I don't know if he's at the never, but the now may have passed. It's It's not great, and... It leads to why all the odds in favor of Oakland, despite a lot of the talent we've talked about, are very, very down on them. To win the Super Bowl, they are plus 10,000, tied with the Eagles behind the Panthers and ahead of the Jaguars. I mean, just from the preseason that Trevor Lawrence has had and some of the talent added in Jacksonville, wouldn't you maybe think that they could have a chance? They have some talent on the defensive end. You get the number one overall pick at quarterback if he can play to expectations. It's probably better than Derek Carr is at this point. I don't know. I mean, obviously, neither team is really anyone you're putting your money on, but I don't even know that you could stomach the Raiders being better than the Jaguars and the Raiders playing a very difficult division. We mentioned the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Chiefs. Not going to be easy. To win the AFC plus 4,000, they're behind the Steelers and ahead of the Jaguars. Again, I think they're very far off from the Steelers, and... Even if you have them ahead of the Jaguars, I don't think anybody could convince you that it's by much. To win the AFC West, plus 2,200 last and one of the biggest divisional dogs in the NFL. Which is saying a lot considering that their win total is not amongst the worst teams. Their win total over under 7. 
with the over the favorite at minus 115. I don't know. I really don't know. And we've had a few teams when we've done this series where we've said, hey, I'm staying away from them. It's hard to get a read on them. When I look at all the talent that this team added, it makes me want to believe that they're not that bad. But then I look at Derek Carr being the starter. I look at this weak receiving core, a weak interior offensive line, a weak linebacking core, and I'm not the biggest John Gruden guy either when we talk about you know staffing and personnel. And you got to wonder what the move to Vegas is doing for them in that in that new stadium. Is there going to be a big crowd? Are they going to have any kind of home field advantage? Is there going to be people flying in to support their team? I know when the Eagles go, there's going to be a large influx of Philadelphia fans there. They already travel well, but Vegas is a great destination. So it seems like it's going to be a breeding ground for away teams that have a significant crowd in that stadium. So It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. We talk about home field advantage as far as spreads and whatnot. I don't know if that's necessarily going to apply to the Raiders the same way it will to most, if not all, the other teams in the NFL this season. To make the playoffs, no. Minus 500, a huge favorite not to make the playoffs. Yes, plus 350. So I don't like any of this. I don't want to touch that win total. There's no value on the playoff bets, and there's, they're not doing any of those Divisional Conference Super Bowl future bets. So there's nothing there. Here's the only thing that I found. Again, we go to our team specials exclusively on DraftKings. We're looking at Henry Ruggs and Darren Waller to combine for 15 or more receiving touchdowns in the regular season at plus 350. So there's 17 games. So you don't even need just one of them to catch a touchdown in every game this season. Now, Darren Waller is due for some touchdown regression, having had nine last season, but he's also the team's best receiver and genuinely their best offensive player. He lines up at wide out just as much as he plays tight end, if not more. He's really not a blocker, so he's almost really the wide receiver one here. Ruggs is listed as the one on the depth chart. You could call him the number two. Either way, he was a first-round pick last year. So while he only had 450 receiving yards and two touchdowns, he should be coming into year two much more improved, ready to take that leap that a lot of guys do in that second year. And this team's going to throw. Again, I don't think Josh Jacobs is nearly as good as most people think on a per-touch basis. He is a pretty mediocre running back. He gets a lot of touches, so he puts up the numbers. But they're not a team that's going to be ahead often, so they're going to have to throw. And Derek Carr can throw. Again, he's not the worst quarterback in the league. Is he great? No. Is he going to lead you to the playoffs? Probably not. But I think between the two of them, they don't even have to combined average a touchdown a game. You're getting it at plus 350. So if I'm interested in anything on this Vegas team, that's the one. Darren Waller and Henry Ruggs to combine for 15 or more receiving touchdowns in the regular season at plus 350. Tomorrow, we will talk about the Los Angeles Chargers, a much more exciting team as we get to see year two from Justin Herbert, who is very high on the MVP odds, to my surprise. But it looks like he is going to make a significant jump in year two after a very successful year one. A lot to be excited for in L.A. And then on Thursday, we will talk about the defending AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs, favorites to make the Super Bowl once again. So a lot to talk about there. And Friday, we have Fantasy Football Friday. Me and Vegas, Matt, talking to you about the tight end position, the final Friday before the season starts. So wrapping up the important positions in fantasy football because nobody cares about team defenses and you should remove the kicker position entirely. 
But those are conversations for another day. Thanks, everybody, for listening and supporting the show. Make sure to check out all the other shows on Steady Picks Radio. If you're not able to catch them in real time, type Steady Picks into whatever podcast app you use. Every show on Steady Picks Radio is available same day on all podcast apps. Make sure you subscribe so you get notified right away when shows become available. If you use Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us that five-star rating and review. It is greatly appreciated. Again, follow me on Twitter at Dan Says That. Follow Steady Picks at Get Steady Picks. And go to SteadyPicks.com to sign up for their 100% free membership. Good luck, everybody. Have a great Tuesday. We will talk to you tomorrow when we talk about the Los Angeles Chargers. Take care.